Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments, and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. According to Bloomberg government, oh. in 2019, the top five defense contractors to the United States federal government were, number one, Lockheed Martin. Of course. Number two, Boeing. Mm-hmm. Number three, General Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Number four, Raytheon. And number five, Northrop Grumman. Which would not surprise anybody. I mean, yeah. and even for people who are international listeners and stuff. I mean, Department of Defense. And these guys make stuff for people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get that. But you think to yourself. War is an international business. Yeah, war, war is a business, as <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, now, we look at this and we think to ourselves, okay, so what, is this, what does this all mean money-wise? So, uh, defense contract spending for the United States in the fiscal year of 2019 was $404 billion. A lot of, that's a lot of zeros. That's a lot of zeros, right? Uh, $30 billion increase from the pr- prior year, and overall spending for the last like four or five years has increased $122 billion. If you want to say to yourself, okay, of those top five, so what is Lockheed Martin pulling down? The contracts that they had won, and this goes to 2017, was over $50 billion. Put this, put, put a pin in this. Lockheed Martin's total revenue for that year was $53.8 billion. <laughs> so they're all, they're, they're a full-on yeah. government agency. Yeah. Um, even if you go to number five, uh, Northrop Grumman, uh, their contracts for the government was $11.2 billion. So here's the deal. If you wanted to have a seat in the Pentagon mm. and the, and you were a, a supplier of certain uh, accessories that are important to defense, you're not talking like a little bit of money. Yeah. We're, we're talking tremendous amounts of money with a lot of zeros. If you were uh, perhaps someone who thought highly of themselves in this area, you would certainly want to be there because you would like to make that money for your company. Uh, I'm thinking of Justin Hammer. That explains where we are coming up in this minute. <laughs> yeah. If you think of Hammer as being in that number five spot, an $11 billion company, wow, you're still making $11 billion a year. But you look at that and go, but Stark, then is day number one, would be making five times as much right. as you are. Ex- exactly. <laughs> that's a huge jump. I mean, even for a billion-dollar company, that's 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 different leagues. That's, yes. a, that's big league ball playing up there. I mean, everything with a B is big yeah. league. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but I mean, but the, But is, as much a difference between a million-dollar company and a billion-dollar company, the difference between a $10 billion company and a $50 billion company? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can see why he can be a little cutthroat here in minute 52 of Iron Man 2 from 2010 to John Favreau. 52! Shout out to my DC hands out there. Um, So we're picking up where we left off, uh, where it is uh, Justin is still giving a tour uh, of his facility to Ivan. Ivan is now uh, doing some close examination of the hammer suits. I guess we're calling them. Uh, and as he uh, gets even closer, he yanks the head off of one of them, <laughs> which causes Justin to sort of freak out a little bit. Like, oh, he says, oh, well, because God, Jesus Christ, well, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. He, he, and he goes, get somebody up here, which I think yeah. is again, very telling. He can't fix it. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, no. Yeah. Cause, cause he doesn't know. He just right. knows he just ripped the head off. Yeah. And I love that he tells Jack and Jack just like looks, but doesn't move. Yeah. He just looks like, where am I going to go and get somebody yeah. from? But now <laughs> think about this. We did learn at the end of the last minute, each one of these suits, he said, what a hundred, one hundred and. 
25.7 million? Yeah. Well, there's like a billion dollars right there on the shop floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That that was oh, for those of you who were like, but what was the end of the sentence? I forgot about that. So yeah, he says there are 125.7 million dollars a pop. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, then he pulls up. That's like a, I mean, 125 million. So that's like a million dollar piece of damage you just did to that like at least because yeah. so all the wires are hanging down but yeah it's still weird like as he pulls out and you see all the wires hanging down like where's there still room for a head in there? yeah i thought that same thing it i was, was like really that doesn't strange. seem like it's a suit right yeah i mean like like you look at it, it looks like a robot much more than the iron man suit looks like a you know a, a, you could tell it was a person that, that's interesting they never went that direction they never in even the first iron man movie no one ever said is it a robot like everybody right just, Immediately knew it was a dude, right? Hmm. Like I look at these and think robot. Maybe they just didn't think. Maybe we're not in this universe. We're not. We're not thinking. Uh, you know, the general dynamic. Who is the company? I forget. That's making the dog, the robot dog. Oh that yeah, actually work like yeah. a dog. It's, we hadn't quite gotten there yet to like full fluid human movement. Yeah, maybe that's just something that wasn't wasn't in the cards yet. It's so. funny because I'm actually playing uh, Tom Clancy's The Division Two right now, and they have oh. those on the battlefield. So like, and they are those a dogs. pain. Those dogs, the dogs with turrets on their backks, they come oh. running. We we just yeah, you know, we just call them horses when they when they come in, just so we can use shorthand when they come running in because they come galloping in with turrets on their back and they just run back and forth across the battlefields and they are such a pain. Can <laughs> you keep okay. thinking this is what happens when you kick those dogs too many times? Eventually, well, they mean, get turrets and they come after you. I mean, can you even? I mean, that just okay. Just a, a little brief segue here. The science, the whole science and strategy of warfare changes completely mm-hmm. between between those and drones. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like on your side, you can deploy a drone that will fly around and shoot guys. And also, one of my favorites are, are seeker grenades, which you drop on the ground and they're just balls, and they just roll up to the guys and they jump in the air and explode. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, oh, Ubisoft. Come on. Looking at future technology and thinking, how can we put this into a video game to have them kill other bad guys? Well, anyway, well, yeah. no, they're not Anyways. just, I don't think they're just in hammers because I think no, they're, as we no, can see, there's some issues here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so as, as Ivan is examining then the helmet, uh, Justin's saying, that's, that's where the pilot goes. <laughs> He's like, I'm having a tough time finding volunteers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because they know what happened to the last yeah, guy. Yeah, the callback again to the video. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, his, uh, he's looking at his own butt right now because his spine got turned around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then Ivan sort of like then just like like sort of like crudely puts the helmet back on like clunk like right like eh, eh. he says I'll I'll take care of that just leave it uh, and so then Ivan asks the the big question which is. What you want them do? Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. It's kind of well. I love Ivan's just cut to the chase, right? Yeah, his candor. Yeah. Like, what do you want these things to do? Yeah, he's like, your software's garbage. <laughs> this There's is a garbage. Piece of crap because I, as just a regular man, was able to yank the head off of one. Right. I think maybe that's sort of what he was showing, uh, right. but also like see what the space was like in there. Um, uh, and so yeah, this is what do you what do you want them to do, man? Yeah. Uh, and so Justin says, well, long so this one, Justin, like, really gets on his, like, right. he's, like, he's, like, sharpening his blades. Like, he's really on his high horse here. He says, well, long term, I want them to put me in the Pentagon for the next 25 years. As, as, as we've seen, that's $50 billion a year. I want to make Iron Man look like an antique. I want to go to that Stark Expo. I want to take a dump in Tony Stark's front yard. 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Which is like, basically, once again, he. Th this is an engineer. You're a weapons yeah. designer. He's asking you for specifics. <laughs> and right. you're giving him platitudes. It's sort of like... Oh, so, oh it's again, very telling. So I was going, okay. <laughs> well, and, and his reaction is really funny. Like, uh, I, I can do that. I no problem. <laughs> well, because he understands. I mean, yeah. here's the here's the funny thing about this is that third one, which is the crudest one, Ivan actually completely understands that because that's what Ivan would like to do. Yeah. Right? I mean, this gets back to his whole point is humiliating Tony Stark. Un unmasking Tony Stark as some sort of, you know, fraud or whatever. Yeah. That's that actually is the one that is actually most appealing to him. In terms of Justin's first thing is, well, and I thought this was interesting, is I want to be in the Pentagon for 25 years. Okay, so obviously this is that's his that's what he wants to do for the rest of his life. He wants to be yeah. obviously a main supplier to the Pentagon. That implies that he isn't currently. Well, he's under review. I think is yes. what he said. Well, no, no, no. And he this was, calls back to what we discussed is is that yeah. right that they had put after the whole what I assume is the way this connects is after they had the demo of the suit that broke the guy's back. Yeah. That's when his stuff was put on hold and especially after what happened as we saw earlier in the movie with the congressional hearing that that's what that's what happened as well. But he's really saying, like, I mean, I guess you still forget he's not, he isn't really a big player. He's still not a big mm -hmm. player in the in the in defense, especially not in the U.S. federal government. Yeah. So I think this just feeds all into his. He he is kind of a, a snake oil salesman, right? I mean, like that's yeah. we get more of the understanding of what role he's playing. This this version of the character is playing in the MCU, from what we've learned, and then you know, and just the idea too. I think this is kind of funny. I want to make Iron Man look like an antique. Well, right now, from what we can see, you have the antiques. <laughs> like <laughs> he is, you know, I'm trying to, th I'm trying, I was trying to think of it of a tech comparison of where he's at, and I, I couldn't think of one. But what I can't think of in terms of automotive, he's the John DeLorean in this situation. Oh. I can make this amazing thing, and everybody goes, "Oh, amazing thing!" And it turns out, like, "Oh yeah, there's some yes. uh, fundamental problems uh, that I haven't really been forthcoming about, uh, and right. uh, maybe aluminum cars are not the best idea." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. But okay, so, so basically then Justin sort of just says, uh, saying like, oh, hey, Fabius, I love this guy. This is our guy. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take us on an aside. Before we get to that aside, I kind of want to talk a little bit about where do you think Ivan's head's at at this point? Like, we, we know that he has been reactionary for like the last couple of right. minutes. Like, his plan was done. Like, he his plan was... I showed I showed that Tony Stark is weak. That any, everybody else can do these technology, and then the world will eat him alive when they know he's not a god. Uh, and then I go back to prison, and then I and I sit back and I read the paper and watch as as he's death of a thousand cuts. So now somebody else comes to him and says, "Oh, we can do so much more." So. At this point, do you think he's already made the plan that we're going to see enacted, or do you think he's still like, well, I'll just play it as it lays? Oh no, I think he's 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 winging it. He's going at he's figuring it out as he goes along because he didn't know. Look, when he gets busted out of prison, he's just like, whoa, I'm getting busted out of prison by this twerp, right? But this twerp got me out of prison, and he's got and a ton made, of resources, and, and got the heat off me. So he got the heat off me, right and I got tons of money. And now he's walking in here, and he's seeing this, and immediately. I think it's in that statement of what do you what do you want these to do in that can you just if I can convince you to just leave me alone for a little yeah. while I've got an entire sandbox now to play in and I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay, because, so you think at this point he's making like 
he, he he's doing what he needs to do to get access to what he needs to get access to to do something but to do point, something he hasn't figured out the, what the something is yet no i think i think what will happen is as we'll see yeah. is the moment of hey you've got to produce the the plan right now to 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 appease justin hammer is to go ahead and show off at the at the expo so that right now is all yes. he knows and obviously what's going to happen a lot of this is going to be happen behind the scenes in the rest of the movie is how he decides then to implement that. And I would assume at some point he's got to, you know, he's got to show Justin what he's doing or at least give yeah. a little bit of stuff to that. But I, no, I, I think he is literally just, he is inventing this as he goes along because I mean, he, before he walked in here, he had no idea what he was walking into. He had no idea what resource, what he was going to have. And yeah. now that he sees these suits, yeah, he's be looking a at the suit. Would it be schematics? Like he had right. no idea. He had no idea. Justin I mean, was. he, he's absolutely just looking at this right now. And right now, and I, you can already see this. He's, he's in his head. He's like, well, you just have a you have a little mini army here of articulated suits with uh, you know gyros and and mm-hmm. um, oh, servos servos. Yeah. Thank you, servos. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Um, you know, and what and, and I know your software is crap, so I can reprogram everything. Hey, this will be a fun couple of weeks or whatever, <laughs> whatever it ends up being. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's about true. Yeah, Cope, it's been speaking with it's a good uh, point to pivot on because uh, we're, we're doing some time jumping here. Now, I use MarvelCinematicUniverse.Fandom.com. They have a exhaustively researched uh, Marvel Universe timeline. Uh, and so basically, I've, I've taken them as the authority. And I, yet, I have a little quibble with them. So on this, they say that the day Ivan broken out is this same day. They say that this is later that same day. Like, when Justin breaks him out, it's the morning, and this is the evening. I don't think so, and I don't know exactly why they consider that that way. I would think this is at least the next day, if not oh. a day, if not two days later, because they had to fly back from Monaco. Oh, yeah. No, they had to fly back to Monaco. So it's at least like a, what, 14-hour? We, we tracked it at one point. 14-hour right. flight? Yeah, on the Gulf. Fox, to, yeah, or, and, yeah, to, and even to New York. Yeah, exactly. Right. Tony had to go even farther, but... Uh, so yeah, that, I don't know where they. Uh, can I couldn't find exactly where why they they think that way. But well, they they probably just think well, this is just because Justin's like eager, like hey, we got to get started. Yeah, I mean he's not going to waste any time or anything. He's gonna he's just spent all this money. He wants to. But get he moving. has to get him some new clothes. Yeah, well, like well, they were waiting for him. <laughs> they were waiting for, waiting for him. They were well, they were no, maybe not. They were waiting for him when he landed. Because Justin is also in a new suit. Yeah, so he's no, it, de- it definitely implies a next day. It yeah. def- I would say it implies a yeah. next day. Then yeah. So. Anyways, uh, but what we do know is from this point, we are jumping forward in time. So this actually is like five days later. So when uh, the next shot is, is of Tony's house and we see the line of cars and people wanting to get in, uh, and that is May 29th, 2010. This is six days after Monaco. Um, and so the, then obviously we're, we're on the other the opposite coast as well. Uh, so as we, we catch up with Tony, uh, we see that, ooh, that rash is not looking good. So uh, wait, the rash is not looking good. Can I also just say, though, sure. how much I love the shot of that aerial shot of the house at night? Oh, yeah. Okay, again, that's geography. All, that's right. And all fabricated. It's like, all fabricated. Nothing there is real. But can I tell you, I just love so much that they took the time to animate it all. It, the geography is exactly, if you stop and zoom in, yeah, everything we're about to see over the next several minutes of this movie, you can literally point to it on this shot. And I love the fact that you see the big line of cars on their way yeah. to the house. And you can, I and just you think that's knowledge. so great. And it's 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 good storytelling because it's like yes. this it's this is a party. 
Yes. Like, you know, when you see that line of cars going up there, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. So this is this is the party that we had been hearing about. Um, so uh, we see then uh, the palladium concentration, which he's using a like a smart window, kind of smart right. mirror thing on his on the glass, which I assume every piece of glass in his house can probably be used this way. We don't see any projectors, so I assume that he has the, the Stark technology is sort of that you can make a pane of glass into – uh, a screen, just kind of like we see, like his phone is a is a sheet of glass. They're clear. They're they're transparent LEDs or LCDs. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because because otherwise it's not projecting from anywhere. It's actually doing it on the on right. the glass itself, uh, which seems like it'd be like I, I this is really expensive. <laughs> like I mean, I know Tony Stark is a multi millionaire, but like to have. Every like 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 what if you want to walk you know to the next window and look over would it follow you? Okay, I mean, it's funny you say this because at the time we're recording this, I just watched a video from one of the YouTube channels that talks about tech stuff, and this came up in my feed the other day, just the other day, where somebody found and they ordered one from a Chinese supplier a transparent TV. Oh, it's a transparent. It's like a fifty inch. I think it was fifty inch, ten eighty p, transparent television. And it was incredible. I mean, you know, basically the wiring and everything is so small that you can actually see through it. And and it's just the glass without the lighting and stuff. You know, uh, you know, it's not the, it's not uh, edge lit lighting and stuff. It's just done within the glass. Yeah. It was seven thousand dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, even now. And this is a thing. I mean, you could you could actually put yeah. these all around your house right now. You would spend a lot of money. Yeah. True. So uh, and then in, on the display, then around him, uh, we see the palladium concentration. And it looks like it's been tracking it, too, because this is over seven days. So right. his palladium concentration is now at 89%. That seems bad. <laughs> that seems bad. That's, that, that is a higher number than the 24 that we had seen <laughs> that well, first showed up at the Stark Expo. And and he's got, and I mean, I'll tell you, he's got a, a just a furrowed brow mm-hmm. of horror. That's the expression yeah. Tony's got. Yeah, I mean, it's he's really looking at this like, wow, I'm coming to the end, and yeah. and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Uh, and that and that, at that point is when Natalie Rushman comes in. So uh, Scarlett Johansson makes her triumphant return to the film. <laughs> She's been gone for far too long. She's processing um, papers. Come on. Uh, so she comes in and says, uh, "Do you know which watch you'd like to wear tonight, Mister Stark?" Uh, and as she walks in, uh, if you see right on the side, I can't believe they just put this on screen, but uh, there's Tony's conch. It's just sitting right there. I mean, like his conch is out where anybody can see it. And yes. look at the size of that conch. Yes. I mean, Tony Stark's conch is huge. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. We're talking about shells, everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has a gigantic uh, seashell sitting next to the the, the door uh, yeah. as they walk in. Well, no, okay. And, and a little bit about the set design here. So this is... The only time we see his bedroom, right? Yeah, uh, we'll see it in Iron Man 3, but this is the only time we've seen... We saw it in Iron Man 1, uh, but it didn't look like this. Right. So I think he's, and he redesigned or moved or whatever, because this is like in, when uh, the reporter first wakes up with him. That's It's in this... Oh, that's in this right, room? that's right. Or, yes. Unless, unless Tony Stark has a second bedroom. A second bedroom, which well, it's not... Possible. Okay. Um, it, uh, but this then, is a. It, it's yeah, we've not seen that that wall essentially, like the right. the wood the wood panel. Like this is this is a swinging sixties bachelor pad. Let's it, let's be fair. That's Steel exactly what I was going to say. And wood and uh, there's a turntable in there somewhere. Oh, there's a turntable, and I mean, look, you got the beautiful. You know, the screen that he's looking at is basically a complete floor to ceiling window. I mean, the whole wall, oh, the yes. one wall, is just nothing but glass. But you've got the dark woods. You've got the uh, the boxy black leather chair minimalist stuff and like you said like on the one area there as she walks in 
yeah, there's a big honking conch shell. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Even I the lambs. It's a very it's, it is a very West Coast thing. Oh, it's a you know it's a West Coast yeah. thing. But even the lamp is like a lamp that looks like it's a concrete lamp, and it's got like mm-hmm. rocks or something embedded in it, and it's just and a boxy like shade and stuff. Yeah. No, this is a, this is a total sixties retro manly yeah bedroom right yeah um uh so then uh tony's basically in regards to the watch not his conk uh he says i'll give them a look i should cancel the party like he goes right right to like instantly like i cancel the party and then uh natalie says probably and then just that's where the minute ends but it's just no. like a, it's such a great like delivery because it's just like so matter of fact about yeah probably <laughs> okay. Now, but wait, but wait. But the thing that sets this up is, and and we were we are going to talk about this as as best we can. Yeah. In, in, uh, the character here, as she's walked in, she is wearing a form fitting dress. Yes. You know, a party dress. Hair done immaculately. Her uh, hair done is amazing. Yes. Like they made Scarlet look gorgeous. No, she she walks in. This this is just immaculate. And like I said, you get this whole thing. But when he says this, I should cancel the party. We cut to a shot where she is, her backside is facing him. Mm-hmm. There is the reflection of her in the unbelievably polished wood wall. Yeah. And she is about to make him a martini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you have that. Like, like she's only been on the job for a week and she already knows exactly well, but, what. But I mean, but I have so many questions, so many <laughs> questions about the inappropriateness of what is happening here oh, right yes, now, right? Yes. Like, I mean, let's not, I mean, yeah. and, and it's intentional, like. This is her, you know, again, remember, we kind of know who she is here. This is her role. Her role Mm -hmm. is to confound and confuse. And she is using all of her faculties to do this, especially when we know what we know about Tony Stark. But just, I think it is so funny. Like, he sees this, right? You're seeing what Tony sees. And Tony's just like, oh, wow, right? (laughs) And he's like, I should probably cancel the party. And she's like, yeah, probably. And just going back to making the martini. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, Tony. You're so predictable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we always predict on Tony Stark. So uh, if you'd like to tell us more about Tony Stark's conk, you can do so over on Facebook. That's right. We have our own Facebook group designed for just these kind of discussions. Uh, you can find it at ne- uh, facebook.com slash groups slash the next reel. It's called the Marvel Movie Minute to Next Reel Film Podcast Executive Lounge. So you can you can show up and talk about all the conks you want. <laughs> you gotta ask for membership because we're trying to keep out the bots and the weirdos. But not the conks. But not the conks. <laughs> conks are all welcome. All conks are welcome oh. in, the, in the lounge. Because you can talk out with your conk out in the executive lounge. <laughs> Uh, and this is why we need a, we need to have a woman and as a guest on this thing. Yeah, our, we're our no good. To ourselves. We are terrible. <laughs> Tell us how terrible we are over at the Marvel Movie Minute Next Real Film Podcast Executive Lounge. Making Facebook 1% better. Half a percent. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get into the, the inappropriate uh, conversation between a boss and his employee as we get into Minute 53. You do not want to miss it. Enough said. Bye. Wow, you went all in on the conk. I went all in on the conk.